What is up, everybody? Welcome in to a Sunday edition of More Important Issues. It's been a good week, at least to be a Vol fan. Maybe not an Alabama fan, maybe not a Florida fan, maybe not a Mississippi State fan, maybe not a Kentucky fan. I can go on and on. Really, only one fan base can, can you know, kind of has the, the upper hand right now. It's a good day. It's a good day, good week to be a Vol. It always is, even when it's rough. Um, you know, I, I, there, there's other fan I'd never want to be an Alabama fan. I don't care how many national championships you win. I'm out. I don't want that. So it's always good to be a vault. Um, yeah, imagine having this some week. ugly red on your closet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, be even, me. not even a good red, a very ugly red. And you're right about that. Yeah, like, um, a, like a satanic red. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and it gross to be, uh, you know, just to be frank about it. But um, <laughs> I, I am, you know, it's been a. It, I, it can't be – I can't say enough. Like, I don't even know how to put it into words what Tony Vitello has done so quickly. Like, not to say – I think Tennessee has – and maybe not yet, but, like, has the ability to get the resources to be a top team in the SEC. But the way Tony Vitello's done it in the amount of time he's done it, it's just it, – it's incredible. And I can't wait to talk about it. And, and, I mean, Tennessee didn't even make the SEC tournament in 2018, um, his first year. Before that, I think 16 was the only time they made it with Serrano. Uh, 15. Is that right? 15? So his first oh. year was 27. 17. That's right. Sorry. You're right. So in his second year, they made it to the to Hoover. Um, I'm try- I'll have to go back and look at – but, I mean, I think Serrano only made it there once, might have made it twice. Like, it's just it just can't be under- – it's hard to put into words what Vitello's done and because um, that program was deflated before Serrano even got there. It wasn't like it went through one – you know, struggling coach. Like that wasn't the case. Um, it was struggling before that and it wasn't making the the necessary changes to keep up with the rest of the SEC and still technically hasn't. You just, you got the good, you got the good coach. So I guess you are, it was 2018. That, that was his first year. Cause they, they did make it in 2018. He made it in 2019. That was they the first make, year. They, 19 was the first. That was the loss to Auburn. Yeah. 18 was his first year. I'm getting confused because he would have been hired in 17. Correct. Yeah. And, and 18 would have been the first season. Um, that's where we're getting a little confused. But uh, it just can't be understated. And I know we'll talk about it when we talk about this run in Hoover a lot, um, which I'm excited because it was just a good week of baseball. Um, so we will talk about that run in Hoover and, and what the Vols have got to do. I know we've talked about it a little bit. There's kind of been some um, – I mean, you're still reading between the lines, but without saying it, I feel like Vitello's – said that you know, he's he's here he's here he's a vault yeah i mean he was wearing a a shirt today that said loyalty um and if, <laughs> you know if i'm reading between the lines there i mean that that's he's he's a very he's kind of on top of, of everything he does like he he is a reason for everything he does uh, i'll and say so I, he's gonna be a meme if he leaves tennessee at this point like that right. shirt he's gonna be a absolutely meme. yeah he set himself up um <laughs> but yeah he, he seems very on top of things so i don't and kind of up with you know the modern lingo and stuff like that with some of his players so i i think he knew what he was doing when he wore that shirt today yeah it certainly seemed like it um certainly seemed like it also in that video before the game yeah i mean come on that's a tennessee guy yeah it's a tennessee guy um, we are talking football. Uh, it was the announced some non-conference start times were announced, so we'll definitely talk those as well. Um, and then, hey, if you've got questions, drop them in the chat. Get them in there. Oh, we're also talking regional, by the way. Don't let me forget that. I know selection Monday isn't until tomorrow, but we will talk some some regional talk because I mean the, the fact is Tennessee this weekend 
this week locked in a super regional. Um, I mean, I guess it was still up in the air. So they locked, they locked in that super regional host site. Yeah. I mean, even if you probably lost that second game, I think you're probably in Mm -hmm. as a regional. I mean, Mississippi state was terrible (laughs) this weekend and they, they might, they still have a chance to lock in a, a a national seed. So we'll see. Um, I think the host sites will be announced at eight 30 tonight. And then again, tomorrow is the selection Monday to see who's actually in the regional. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll know during the show. We'll probably know when we're talking about it. Um, perfect. And then, so yeah, drop those questions in the chat if you've got them. Uh, and of course we've got our, our segments, most important of the week and fail of the week as well. Yeah, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Shout out to all of our great sponsors that that make this show possible. Uh, Guys, hang with us. We've got a great intro, and we'll see you on the other side. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. I made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, May 30th. Let's get it. Tennessee baseball arrived and I, I feel like too this is um the i'll talk about it every you know, just about every time we talk about tennessee sports it's almost like the, the nation's kind of betting against tennessee like uh you know they they aren't there yet yeah they've had a great season um but you know can they do it against vanderbilt well tennessee came out and showed they could play against vanderbilt uh you know it's they're having a great year they had a great series but can they do it against arkansas and they played a great series against arkansas now everyone's like uh, I mean, can they do it week long against SEC opponents, you know, national contenders for an entire week? And they did it. You know, you come up a hair short, you come up a little short. Uh, you just you got beat by a team that's really, really good today. But you play, you played with them and you played you you beat up on the SEC just as more than just about anybody besides Arkansas for an entire week. Yeah, and, you know, today was kind of unfortunate, but, you know, when you look at, like, where Tennessee was four years ago when Tony Vitello took over, I mean, it's insane that he's gotten to this point. Um, And, you know, when when you get up to this point, like, when you're having to rebuild so fast, 
it's hard to have a ton of that depth. And, you know, Tennessee just doesn't have the depth that Arkansas does in their bullpen. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's not a knock on Tennessee, but just that's what Arkansas has. Arkansas really doesn't have a weakness. Um, they got a crazy lineup. They got some studs. They got some first-round draft picks on that uh, on that team. They have the SEC Pitcher of the Year out of their bullpen that they can throw in any given time. And, and then they have really good pitchers. Um, other than him, I think the two guys before him were throwing 95, 96. I think one guy hit 97 or 98. So, I mean, it, it's hard. Like, Tennessee just doesn't have that kind of depth in their bullpen. And they've got some quality guys in that bullpen. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But when you look at what Arkansas has and is able to put out there, it's just kind of unfortunate. And then you you add in that Jackson Leith was Tennessee's probably, you know, him or Chad Dallas is probably Tennessee's best pitcher, their ace. Mm-hmm. And to not have him then go through a whole, you know, like you said, a whole basically week of SEC play and, and not have one of your best pitchers, it's unfortunate. And you'd like to see what, what the – what it would be if if it didn't come to that case because Will Heflin had to start two games, um, you know if Jackson Leith is thrown in there maybe today you get Camden Sewell um, pitching that championship game and you know who knows what happens. Um, not to take anything away from Will Heflin, I thought he did a phenomenal job. Just kind of Arkansas had a really good inning and you know it kind of got away from Tennessee there at the end, but it, I thought it was a a really good weekend of baseball. And uh, I'm looking forward to the the big one. You know, you wanted to win today just because, like, if you don't win the big one, then you're like, hey, we won an SEC championship. It's, it's hard to say that. But now you have to go win the big one because you didn't <laughs> win the SEC championship. Yeah, and it's, you know, going, you know, talking about just losing in general uh, today. Um, it, it, we've kind of discussed this because with this team, we actually even asked this question to Kiv, like, how do you – it's hard to it's hard to grade a year like this where you know that like it's easy you can see the accomplishments you've had, but at the end of the day, only one team gets to end the season on a win. Um, and I know this isn't your season ender because you've had such a great season, but it's a championship game, and, and you want to win it no matter what's left in front of you. Like you want to win this one, um, and you yeah you came up short. Uh, but as far as just like grading it out, Tennessee played a good baseball game and, and they had a good week of baseball. Now the good thing is you do have games left. This wasn't the final one. Um, so yeah, you have a, you have a chance to go, to go win the big one. And I, you know, will that happen? Tennessee's got a chance. Yeah. I mean, they're one of the you, best teams in the country. You kind of set yourself up for, you know, that this whole week was, you know, that was Omaha super regional feeling like that. That was postseason baseball. So you got a, you know, a good glimpse of that, um, facing elimination in, in three of those games. And and then today was was for, you know, the whole SEC didn't come out on top. But you, you played with them, and you did stuff that people haven't done against Kevin Cobbs. Like, Durkay just took him – the first battery face, Durkay takes him into the trees and mm. in right field. And, and I think they were 31-0, and 0, I think, when we played them at home, going into – leading it, going into the ninth inning. And you win that. So, and I, I think we're the only team to homer off cops twice. I mean, we're, we're, the only, the, we're the only team to do it in May. We're the only team to hit a home run off him <laughs> in May. Uh, Pete Durkay was. So, yeah, I mean, you, you competed with them. Yeah, the scoreboard doesn't look as competitive as you wanted it to be, but it kind of got away from you at the end. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of saw the depth with – you know they're able to throw Kevin Cobbs whenever, and right. you know that it's all it's 
you know, I don't think Tennessee's afraid of Kevin Copps, and you can't be, but, you know, it's always in the back of your mind, like, hey, the SEC Pitcher of the Year is going to throw at any point. Yeah, you're so, going to see him. So, yeah, you, you need to get some runs, need to get some insurance, and that's just a tough task. I think he came in when it was 4-1 to one or 3-1, to one, and that's just, you know, it's hard to do against the SEC, probably the best pitcher in the country. Yeah, you you talked about you know you actually lost it or you 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 saw him after you were already trailing. You had that one zero cushion for four innings, is that right? And you're you you see that one zero lead, and like you said, you knew you knew he was coming out of the bullpen today at some point. Um, so you're hoping when you get that one zero lead that you can extend that before you see him, because uh, especially looking, when you have the the bases loaded, that would, that would have been not. Especially when you have and, the bases and, loaded. And that's that's got to take a lot out of a team. I know it was two outs, and that's, you know, it's, you know, most guys are hitting around 300. So three out of 10 is you're going to get on base. But man, it, it would just been a nice to see what would have happened if you would have cashed in some runs and, and, you know, during that opportunity. And it just didn't happen. So got to move on. But, you know, I think Tennessee played a little pissed off after that um, Alabama loss. Um, oh, I mean, we talked about it, you know, on Wednesday night. What – you get a chance – I told you, I was like, if I'm a coach, I'm kind of loving that because you didn't get eliminated, and now you can just – you can be like, hey, the world's against us. Let's go do it. And they played pissed off. World's against us. Let's, you know, we're riding with the dudes next to us. They played some me like, I felt I felt bad that Mississippi State and Florida had to see us after that. I did. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it wasn't going to turn out well, especially with Mississippi State. I like – that was a game I was like, okay, Mississippi State is probably like up where we are in terms of like a top five, top eight team. Um, but man, we just we you run ruled them, <laughs> and then you run ruled yeah. like two, or you you run ruled um, Alabama, and then you shut out Florida. I mean, what a run Tennessee had in Hoover that they haven't had. I don't. I think the last time they've won actually two games in Hoover was 2005 when they went to the college mm-hmm. series. So just a phenomenal run. Hate that it came to an end like, like it did, but man, you got to love the, what, what this team's doing. And like I said, it's going to set you up for, you know, you're not having to face an SEC team till maybe super regionals, if not the college world series. So, um, and I think another great thing that came out of this weekend, obviously you had some good play and you, and you got to play in the SEC championship and those are all great positives. I think the biggest one going into the postseason is Tennessee's next. Who's your next starter? Uh, who who do you go to after after Heflin, after Chad Dallas, after Blade Tidwell? Who who's that next guy? Florida I, for me. I mean, the Florida game. Everybody was asking. Florida game's a little scary. Like who, who's next? Did they find that in Camden School? It's got to be. And you know, he's a guy we've mentioned a ton on the show. Can, and can he- I ask you this though? Before because like yeah, I, I agree. It, it is now. Would you was Sewell your next guy before Florida? I mean, I it probably wouldn't have been my first pick just because mm-hmm. you haven't seen him start a game all year long. Right. Um, so I thought he was kind of a bullpen guy. But you, you've seen a lot of teams that we played so far use their bullpen guys as, as starters because you, you kind of have to up to this point. And Camden Sewell was a starter his freshman year. Um, didn't get to play last year before the shutdown. Um, had some injuries. But his freshman year, he was kind of that midweek starter, guys. Um, for Tennessee, but you haven't really seen him start any games. He, he's been a bullpen guy, but yeah, I mean, he pitched his ass off, yeah. and you know he, he's got to be your your next guy out of the pen. Um, I think that that's the well. that's definitely I think the 
one of the bigger takeaways for me this week is, you know, in a regional, like, you know, we're just talking nature of the business, like what happens, like Tennessee's not going to go and win, win every game in the region. Like it's probably just not going to happen. I mean, it right. could, if, if, the, if everything falls right, sure. But it's, it's probably not the case. You're probably getting, um, you're, you're probably playing some starters that maybe they aren't your first choice in terms of like the guys, you know, that are just consistent, you know, pitch in, pitch out day in, day out. And uh, you you needed to find that that next guy. You knew you're going to be struggling. I mean, these guys are tired. They've been playing a. They played a lot of games against some great competition. Like they, it's the end of the road. It's not the middle or the beginning. Like you've you had to find some support and find some added depth. And I think you. I think that I think Camden Sewell's performance for me is probably one of the top of the tournament, just because he answered a question for you, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that, that's got to give your team a boost heading into to postseason play where, you know, the Super Regionals, you're not going to have to rely on, you know, it's three games. A regional mm-hmm. is, you know, you maybe four games at the most. Right. Um, so, you, you know, yeah, maybe you have to pitch him on, on, you know, if you have to play a fourth game in a regional. But, uh, you know, I think this is a, the longest stretch Tennessee will probably have to play. Um, in a, in postseason play, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's good to have a guy like Camden Sewell that you can rely on, um, and not just be a bullpen guy that can come in and start for you and you know have a really solid outing. Yeah, I, and and, and, it, you, and it's, did you it's see exciting. that? Did you see that curveball that somebody tweeted out of his? Uh, I think it took a guy to his knees, didn't it? Is it that one? It, it was disgusting. It was just yeah. like so, like a sword. <laughs> it was awful. Just gross. Um, I, I, we talk about good plays where it's like that guy, you just got to stand up and you threw a good pitch, man. Like I wasn't going to touch that. Oh, yeah. That play that Arkansas made, um, the the diving play by the shortstop and then got the ball to to second base. You just, yeah. What else can you do? Like you – I mean, that was a, a – you probably don't score. You definitely don't score there. You get a guy on the, on the third scoring position, third, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at best. But what a freaking play! I mean, yeah, I mean, just I mean, like just like when they played here, Christian Franklin makes that catch in in center field. I mean, you just you made a good play, and that that's why I think Arkansas they're the best team in the country. Um, mm-hmm. They've proven that, and you know they don't have a weakness. They're they're really good defensively. Their lineup is, is incredible. They can hit the long ball, and then they got, you know, the SEC pitcher of the year just right there whenever you need them. So, right. um, just a solid, solid baseball team. And I would love for us to come out on top today, but, hey, if we play them in College World Series, I'll take that one over the, the one today. Yeah, yeah, let's get one from them. Uh, well, I guess two from them because we've already gotten one. Um, well, let's get it. Let's get one, and it, hopefully it's in Omaha when you get the next one. All right, that's the only time you'd see him, so it would be an Omaha. Um, any, anything else really about this week? I know we we did get to talk about the Alabama game and um, and whatnot on on Wednesday. Yeah, um, anything else? I, I think the lineup you kind of show like the the lineup just showed up this week. Um, you know, I think pitching wise they showed up as well. You know, you can. I think they gave up five runs and before today so mm-hmm. the 12 runs in, in total in, in five games that's just an insane stat um i think they gave up 20 hits um until before today 
So, that, I mean, that's insane. The The pitching defensively has just been incredible, but I thought Tennessee's lineup really showed up. Tennessee's – Lindsey Nelson's pretty small when it comes to, like, left field and right field, um, but they proved they can hit it out anywhere. I mean, they're mm-hmm. hitting freaking bombs this weekend. Lipsius had a bomb to right center field. Yep, Jordan Beck <laughs> had one as well. Um, that I mean, it's like uh, – who, who else – Ferguson hit one too. That was just off the bat. You're like, yep, that's gone. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that, they, they showed their power off. It was really good to have Liam Spence um, get mm-hmm. back to his old self, get on base, just be a terror for opposing teams. Um, but I thought the ten, the bottom of Tennessee's lineup again, just showed out Pete Durke, a guy that, you know, is probably when you look at Tennessee's lineup, you're like, okay, let, let's rate these guys. Oh, let's, Rate these guys. If you're like a common fan, you're like, oh, Pete Durke is probably at the bottom of that list. He's just not really talked about, but he does everything so well. And, you know, he's just so consistent that guys, I guess teams kind of forget about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's proven, you know, Kevin Cobbs comes in. He's like, all right, I'll take him yard real quick. Um, don't forget about me. Um, and I, I think he's a, is another guy that. Yeah. Durke is a great example. And, and this is a, a guy that Kibbit was talking about where, yeah, he's kind of that small. Like he's going to get on base, or he gets, he's going to advance runners. But he's got plenty of power to get out of the yard. Like he, he's got plenty of it. And um, is that going to be most of his game? No, sure, but he can do it, no problem. Yeah, and, and any any batter in that lineup can go yard at any point. Um, maybe not Liam Spence, but he went yard yesterday. So it's yeah. hard to like. It's it's hard to pitch to to a lineup like that when you have so many guys that you know if you make one mistake it's it's causing you a couple runs. Well, I mean, look at Florida. They have you talk about how hard it is to pitch to Tennessee's lineup. They walked uh, is it Beck to, and then got to Evan Russell. Bases loaded. Um, yeah, it's, it's like Gil- they they walk Gilbert. Gilbert, to yeah, get to Gilbert. Russell. Yeah, it's like yeah, sure. That's not a bad decision to walk Gilbert. But you also get to see Evan Russell after it. So who can who hit a grand slam <laughs> off Vanderbilt? Yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. So it's just like it's not fun pitching that lineup for a lot of reasons. Um, definitely just a, a, a an overall deep line. And you mentioned uh, it was very very exciting to see uh, Liam Spence just the consistency build this week. Yeah, I know you you need to get him going again, and and that's. If nothing else comes out of the series, if you got Liam Spence being his old selves, being an All SEC player and probably an All American, um, mm-hmm. if you want my honest opinion, but hey, my opinion doesn't matter. Um, if you if if nothing else, you get him back. I think Tennessee will take that because he's he's Tennessee's most consistent hitter, um, and it's somebody that they they need to be on. Um, a war path when it comes to postseason play. Absolutely. Absolutely good to see him get back consistent. Hey, let's um, make hey, this hey, off. Let, let's hey just... whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I, I said, let, let's keep playing pissed off. Um, <laughs> yeah, if that's all real. it takes. Um, you know, a, a blown call. I mean, just horrendous call. I know we talked about it on Wednesday, but that was just trash. Um, Greg Sankey, I, I was hoping that – um, they had him on for like two innings, which two, I thought was two so, and a half innings. I think it was terrible. It was two and a half innings too long. Um, yeah. but I was, I was hoping that they would ask him about that play. Oh, come on. Yeah, they would. They <laughs> come on. Um, but I was like, somebody ask him some, some random guy just grabbed the mic and ask. Right. Right. 
Um, I do want to, uh, what was it? Oh, you said our, your opinion doesn't matter. I'm not saying my opinion matters, but I've been saying to put some grandstands up. They did it. They did it. You can't build the stadium at this very moment, but you could at least put some grandstands up. Guys, if you don't know, start talking about what it's going to take to keep Votello. Grandstands are up at Lindsey Nelson for the Super Regional and the region. Sorry, Regional and Super Regional. So tickets will be available. Fill that bad boy up. Oh, and they're going to be loud. Yeah. I'm kind of worried for those, like, because the, the Vol creatures have made the everyone's, like, not everyone's a legend of Lindsey Nelson, but everyone's a Vol creature. So I'm a little worried about those grandstands. Could get wild over there. Could get, I mean, those things could come down. <laughs> but hey, that collapse. Hey, that's how you go from a Vol creature to a legend of Lindsey Nelson, though. Hey, making memories. Exactly. That, that's that's how that happens. See baseball. And yeah, just kind of going in. I mean, you got it. You got it. Like it's got to be priority one right now. And I mentioned it on Wednesday's show to keep Tony Vitello. Just look at what this fan base done. Look how many were in Hoover this week. Look at the social oh, it was, media. It was a home following. game today. <laughs> yeah. And with Danny White, you're you're on the search to you're on the search to for a football coach. Right? Not necessarily on the search, but like. You have first off, you have a backup plan if you're a good AD. If Josh Heupel isn't working out, you know, in the worst way possible, with Vitello, your only plan should be to build him an adequate. Like you have the winner in your home, just keep him happy. That's it. Yeah, anything you don't have he to, wants, he gets. You don't have to that, go out and recruit because, like, like literally, Danny White. This is a message to you. If Vitello is gone. And that's the only thing winning at this university, your ass will be gone too. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because right, I do have a question. Let's just say Josh Hyper works out, but Tony Vitello leaves. No one gives a shit. Let's be honest. No one, uh, like, if. Vitello I'm not saying. Leaves, I'll, I'll be upset. I, I, not to the point I'll be calling for his job. If, I'm saying, like, if Josh Hyper works out, let's say maybe, maybe this year they, they compete. I'm just like, yeah, just to be devil's advocate. It's fun to be devil's advocate. They compete next year, maybe really are in the East race. No one cares. I mean, like the loud voices don't care. I should say that that's the better way to say that. Oh yeah. The yeah, loud voices. I, I mean, don't that's, care. that's true, but like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like no, it's not going to no. happen that quick. Uh, I mean, no. No, nothing against Josh Heupel and, you know, hopefully I'm jinxing him and hopefully he does. But, you know, probably when Vitello took over this job, no one's like, oh, yeah, he won't make it to the SEC championship in his fourth year. There's no way. I was but about to say, to be fair, there that's, pretty much what, that's pretty much what Vitello did is yeah. what I just said would be the equivalent to Josh Heupel. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, I, I just – I mean, it, it, it's funny to see the loud ones right now saying if you let him go, like, like, you're done. Guys, if, if football is it, you don't care. Let's come on. But then, like, football has to be it. Oh, yeah. Football. But <laughs> but at the same time, it's like if you come back next year and basketball's, you know, having a year, no one, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun. I mean, I, I think you got to keep them. It's got to be your focus right now. Um, I mean, I, your focus should just be to go do the right thing at Lindsey Nelson and the rest will kind of work itself out. That's. I don't think you should have to be working super hard to keep Tony Vitello. It's. It's just go build the stadium. Like just go build the stadium. Yeah, it's not like it. It's laid out in front of you. Yeah, now all you got to do is raise the money. And with, I don't know, think you have to raise the money. You don't have to raise the money. 
the money's there. There's zero doubt in my mind the money's there. On oh, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be here for these regionals and super regionals. Guarantee you that. Just, it, it, money your sales alone, <laughs> you can build that stadium. <laughs> if, if, if a Tennessee athletic director told me money was the issue, I would laugh in their face. And then I would call for their job because that, that means they're stupid. They can't count. No, nobody uh, bought enough bricks for uh, for COVID, COVID yep. bricks. Uh, but I, I think Tenny, I mean I think Vitello is you know I think he mentioned it on a radio state radio show that he was on recently. I didn't I didn't listen to it, but along the lines of kind of what we said, like guessing, he just wants the commitment. He doesn't need the he doesn't need cash up front. Yeah, and he even talked about the the plans for the the renovations today on. on you know, with Chris Burke and Tom Hart. Is that Tom Hart? Is that right? Yeah, Tom Hart. Right. Okay, okay. I was I second guess myself. I want to say Tim Hart, but it's Tom Hart. Um, but he, he was like, "Yeah, we want to extend that that left field line, the the seating for that, and then you know pack it in and uh in left field." And yep. you know, I, I think that's that's a great start. Um, and I think that's what he's wanting. Like, he just wants like. Like you said, a, a commitment, a, a start. You don't have to build the whole thing in one year. I don't think anybody's, you know, making Danny White do that. But hey, there needs to be a commitment to the baseball program because that's where that's where you're winning. Yep. So let's keep winning. You have one sport that's winning. Let's keep winning. Not not just oh we we that was a good season, but you know, football's king. No. Keep winning. I don't care if it's volleyball. If it's tennis, like tennis is winning right now. Yeah, they whatever they, they doubles they won. First off, a doubles team won a national championship. Yeah, keep them so, happy. Whatever they need, keep winning. Absolutely, we're going for the president's cup, not the president's cup. Is that what it's called? The one that like Stanford always wins. It's like the best athletic department. I like, think it's the president's cup. Okay. Yeah, I want to win that. I mean, we're going to need a couple more teams. We're going to need a lacrosse team. We're going to need a, a sailing team. We're gonna Back, need a lot more basket weaving. Yeah, we're gonna need a lot more, but but uh, I, that's what I want to win. Yeah, Absolutely. they have they have some sports that I've never even heard of. So they just got introduced as a regional host. I know that's a shock to everybody, but <laughs> it happened. There we go, Knoxville Regional, Lindsey Nelson in the grandstands, baby. Let's go. It's officially official. Officially official. Um, okay, anything else you want to kind of mention about uh, Vitello? We can go ahead and talk regional predictions. We were, we were just, you know, or projections. We were just waiting on the, the official to come in, of course. That's what, exactly what we're yeah, waiting Yeah, I, I just think, like, yeah, probably nothing's going on right now, but I think there does, like, as soon as the season's over, hey, you need to lock this in. You don't need to have LSU and Texas A&M. You know, they're probably going to come calling, but. And well, you want them calling. That means your coach is doing the right thing. Rob, you, you, don't, want, you don't want them to be talking, talking. No. No, you, you know, want you, you want it to be a you know you want it to be Tony Vitello ignores the call kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> we're we're good over here. And, yep. and like like LSU, that's a really good job. Um, Palmineri made that into a really good job, but I, I think the loyalty. I think Vitello uh, said in his introductory press conference that you know he's Italian. He he knows what it means to be loyal and. Hey, there. He, he kind of told on him like that. He kind of did that to himself. So he, he's got to stay at Tennessee. I'm not. I'm kind of not worried about it. I, I really think he loves this place. The only thing that worries me is like the natural human human element to it of more money, 
better, you know, like better opportunity kind of deal. I, th- yeah. I think I'm with you. I think, I think he's, he's kind of been able to be, you know, autonomous. Like he's on his own. Like he's kind of like been he, like going to LSU. Yeah. That's cool. That like, that's a good job, but it's also kind of have that. And, and not to say pulmonary's Pat Summit, but it's kind of like when Holly Warlick took over Pat Summit, like that sucks. Like yeah. you have to follow that up. Um, and I think Vitello would do a, a fantastic job at LSU, but you know, he gets kind of right his own history and he's kind of doing that already. But I think it's also too, I think it's almost more because I mean, like it's going to, there's a lot of better programs out there right now that have mm-hmm. had the facilities built, the history. Like there's a lot of better programs and two are probably going to call him soon if they haven't already. Um, but I think it's a, I think it's a culture thing. I think he, from what we can gather from from what he says publicly, from what the players and the assistant coaches say publicly, like the culture is just it's a Tony Vitello culture. Culture's not easy to build. You know, he didn't he didn't have a Tony Vitello culture the day he walked through the door. Um, it's built over time. It's built over trust and relationships and winning. And he's just building that. So it's like, could he want to start over? Yeah, sure. But I think it's gonna take a lot more than just a payday to to get him to start over. I don't know what it exactly would take. But he knows how hard he had to work to do it at Tennessee. It's not just due to lack of resources. That's not the only reason. It's just hard because it's hard. And he know he understands that because he's doing it. <laughs> um, so I think it – I mean, I think, yeah, payday is obviously enticing. Like I said, that's a human element of it. Everybody wants to make more money. If people say, I, I don't care about money, or if you don't believe a coach cares about money, you're just lying to yourself. Like, money is involved at a stage. It's just – Hopefully it's not the final like it is for some people. Hopefully it's not the final say. That's it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what he dealt with was kind of what it's kind of that same problem that the other like the bottom half of the SEC in football is doing. It's like you want to get up in that in that top tier, like with Alabama, Georgia, Florida, but like and, and you're not at this point. So you got to try to get up there. And you know, you're not getting they're out recruiting you because they're winning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have all the facilities and stuff that you do. And they also, you know, have, you know, better high school football, at least Florida and Georgia does. Um, I don't know about Alabama. They're probably the same as Tennessee, but you know, when you're able to get any, anybody else in the country right? <laughs> at Alabama, you know, it's hard to like get in that top tier and SEC baseball is, it's probably more dominant than SEC football is when it ter- comes to like other conferences. Uh, I mean, it, maybe overall, because Alabama is obviously just the king, but I don't know. That's tough to say. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Graham Morgan mentioned, though, that Latello is an alum from Missouri. Yeah. And if Missouri was knocking, I might have different, I might have a different opinion on it, but th- that's not the case. So, uh, yeah, no program. Him, so, him not being a Tennessee guy, doesn't, in my opinion, affect the decisions of what the ones he's going to face. Again, if Missouri was calling, my it might alter me a little bit. Alan just asked, do you think Tony will stay? Again, I can't say with 100% certainty, and being a Tennessee fan, I will never try to say with 100% certainty. I know that what he's built here is very, very Tony Vitello-esque, and I know that's also not very easy to do. Money is going to play a part because he's human, just like all of us. As but, long as, as long as it's not the, money. yeah, that too. But as long as it's not the end all, be all, 
I really just don't see how money can play that big of a role. He's going to have the opportunity to at least be, you know, and I think he should be hands, you know, involved, allowed to be involved. I don't know how that works when they build new stadiums. Cause it's not a facility like a, if it was a workout facility and an indoor facility or something like that. Yeah, of course you'd be, it's his facility at that point. Um, but as far as stadiums go, I don't really know how that works in, in college athletics. I think he should be allowed to. Um, he's the reason it's full. And so he should be allowed to, but he, the stadium, he, he is at least going to be here when that happens. So I think that that's got to be attract. That's got, that's attractive to anybody, right. To build your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like you, you, Florida's already built. So if he went to Florida, like you wouldn't have a hand in, in building that facility, let me, let me, that stadium. Yeah, let me and let me you know let me ask you this, and I I think this says a lot about somebody. When you're uh, when you played NCAA Road to Glory, did you go to um, did you go to the the Alabamas, which Alabama was just kind of up and coming then? Did you go to to Florida? Did you go to Texas? Did you go to USC? Or did you pick the little school and take them to the national championship? University of Toledo, baby. You, you picked the little school. You <laughs> built something. It's intri- exactly. it's attractive to build something. Yeah, I you know if you, if you were if I was like yeah you got to make a hundred percent decision today I would I would tell you he's staying. I don't. Um, obviously, I don't know him personally, uh, but I need to change. We need to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah, well, it does. Um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, I think he's got something special. I do, and I think I think it would just take more than money. So, and what? But what can a team like LSU or a team like Texas A and M offer him more than money? That's similar to building something of his own. Like what? Yeah, I mean that it's that's just it, um, right? You know, I, I've seen a lot. Some people just like say. Oh, he doesn't have to really compete a ton with the recruits with Vanderbilt. I'm like that. Vanderbilt recruits all over this country, and, and right. Tennessee's got a dude from Stillwater, Minnesota. So you, you <laughs> yeah, at this point too, you want to be recruiting against Vanderbilt all the time because that means you're recruiting the top. Mm-hmm. So that's you want that pressure, anyways. And then in the state of Tennessee, I know I know what Vanderbilt has, so I don't think this is something that's going to happen overnight. But if you pick any. If you picked any kid, no matter what sport he played, baseball, football, lacrosse, and you, you know, you just went out on their practice field and you said, Hey, who would you rather play for, Tennessee or Vanderbilt? Orange and white or black and gold? Black and not even gold, black and mustard. What are you wearing? <laughs> I get I, eight out of ten in the state of Tennessee are picking orange and white. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you, I mean, if, if you're winning when, when you watch the way Tennessee's play playing, how can you not want to play for this team? This staff. Yeah. Um, with, with the the swag and past personality and all that stuff, it, it's got to be it's it's becoming more and more attractive, and, and it's you know he they've had to focus in a lot of their evaluations w- with kids, and I think a lot of it's baseball too because you don't have the two four seven the rivals really covering a, a ton mm-hmm. of you know you you see the the stars you, some of them, but most of those guys that like you've seen from their sixteen seventeen eighteen like they're the top kids in the country. A lot of those players getting drafted out of high school. Um, so right. they're probably not coming to college anyway. But a lot of these, you know, Garrett Crochet is a perfect example. Um, he was throwing around like, what, 80 miles an hour when he got on yeah. campus? Yep. Um, and they turned him into a first-round draft pick. So, you know, trust and evaluations, um, you know, getting guys in here that can really build up your program, getting guys like a Pete Durke, a Evan Russell that are just bought in from day one. And yep. Luke Lipsius, you know, guys that have been here for – 
you know, it feels like forever. Um, right. We got some of those Perry Ellis's from, from Kansas, but uh, you know, guys that are just, they're, they're program builders that they set the, the, the tone, the, they set the standard, the, the foundation, whatever you want to call it. They, they set that for Tennessee. And, and that's why, you know, that's, it's, that's why they're having so much success. They're able to get guys quickly in here that were able to buy in. And it's got this whole team bought in. It's got the fan base bought in. I mean, you saw Hoover today. It was painted orange. Right. Awesome. Which, yeah, you know, Birmingham, it's hard to make it look pretty. It was still ugly, even in orange, but (laughs) a little bit better, a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, Every game's a home game. Every game's a home game. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the regional. Real quick, hit on yeah. hit on that. As obviously, we don't know who they're playing yet, so kind of to be determined. There are some projections out there, um, but regardless, yeah. the regional is coming in Knoxville. So I think Tennessee really played themselves into a a better national seed. Um, yeah. So D one baseball came out with the projections today. I think yesterday before that Florida game, Tennessee was at number five. Um, today, before the championship game against Arkansas, they were listed at number two. And uh, I think that just helps with, you know, you, you're seated up, you know, your, your super regionals will be paired like you go like one will play the 16, mm. two will play the 15, stuff like that. You know, obviously they have to make it, but that's who would play each other in that regional. Right. And, you know, what it was looking like was Tennessee could end up playing Ole Miss in the super regional. That's yeah, well, a tough- one projection on Thursday or Friday had – the Tennessee's regional with Liberty, who according to 11.7 is the best mid major in college baseball. Yeah. And they did not win their conference tournament. So they they're, didn't. Okay. They're having, having to, to fight in there. Um, yeah. and, and that's what happened with a lot of these teams. I think Alabama was playing themselves into a, um, not yeah. a regional host, but into a regional. But you had so many teams, you know, those mid majors that were going to be, um, at large bids anyway, you're hoping that they could get that automatic bid, but they didn't. So yeah, that's a good point. So a lot yeah. of those teams like that were on like Georgia, LSU, Alabama, you know, teams like that may not get in. I think LSU will probably get in. Hate Alabama it, and Georgia you? probably won't. And and then you look at it like if if they beat Tennessee, they're in for sure. So Tennessee basically right. put them out of a regional if they don't end up making it. So hate to see it. Love it. Um but yeah, it, it was going to be LSU or uh, Ole Miss and Tennessee in a super regional when we were the five. But now, if we were the two, I think they have us paired up with thirteen. No, that's not with the fifteen. That and that would have been ECU. Um, and Much they better. had yeah, and they had Tennessee's um, regional opponents would be the two C would have been Charlotte, who beat Tennessee earlier this year. So that's kind of tough. Um, they also have a Tennessee transfer on uh, Austin Knight, and uh, they had VCU, and I think Ryder was in there as well. So, gotcha. It's definitely not an SEC schedule, um, <laughs> but, but it is a you know some quality opponents that you know Tennessee's going to have to really come to play this weekend and, and really shut them down. But I think when you have guys like Chad Dallas. Blade Tidwell, the way he's pitching, and Camden Sewell, mm-hmm. John Hunley, and, and this lineup, it's it'd be tough to lose in that regional to me. I mean, right? It's knock on wood, but like they should they should be on to a super regional, and then from there, it's like you just got to win. You got to win a series. 
That's what they, you. That's what you try to do every single game in the regular, or every every single weekend in the regular series. Win that mm-hmm. series and move on. Um, and we'll see what happens. You're, you're going to need some luck on your side. You're going to need some fantastic plays. Like I think Jordan Meck, Jordan Beck threw a freaking missile to second base to throw at a guy trying to stretch into a double. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to need some plays like that. You're going to need some home runs. And I think Tennessee has a really good chance to to make it to the College World Series and kind of see what happens from there. I think Alabama and Vanderbilt, I think Tennessee is right there with – or not Arkansas and Vanderbilt. And I think Tennessee's right there with them as, you know, the top three teams in the country. I, I would agree with that. And uh, I just do want to run through the regional host real quick um, since it was some talk this year with the – had to do bidding first and then some mid-majors trying to get does in there as well. Does it have the numbers? It does not have the numbers. At least okay. uh, the NCAA baseball account tweeted it out. It doesn't have the numbers. Um, Texas is hosting South Carolina, Oregon, uh, Arkansas, TCU, Florida, ECU, Tennessee, obviously, um, t- Texas Tech, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, and Louisiana Tech. I think Louisiana Tech might have been the last one in, like the last regional in, technically. I don't know how that works. Um, Notre Dame, Stanford, uh, Mississippi State, Arizona, and that's it. Those are your host, regional host. There you go. So It's on. It's getting close. It is. I mean, that starts, what, Friday? Yep. Yeah. Friday? Yeah, I so. think it will go all the way through Sunday, and then Monday is that game. If they, if that loser, if the winner of the loser bracket beats that undefeated team, then they'll play a um, a game if necessary on Monday. Gotcha, gotcha. Excited! I, I mean, last time we had to watch regional, it was just a short drive to Chapel Hill, but um, this time it's a, I guess, even, still a short, short drive even for me. Drive, but- yeah. Short drive for me still, but uh, Knoxville. So this one, this one will be fun. This one will be exciting. All right, new. Yeah, I didn't time this up well. I, I scheduled a beach trip um, yeah. this Looking week. But I hope to be back. I'm gonna leave. At, I'm leaving at the Ask Crackadaw on on Sunday, and I'll be back Sunday in the stadium. So Hopefully. do you all get you all get like first rights to tickets? How does that work with that? Yeah, we got four. Um, gotcha. So. No, no, but like, how did you like? How does that work? Did y'all have to? We like, we got just, we had to um, claim or okay, yeah, but you claim some. you had like first right since you're a season ticket holder. Correct. Like yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Yep. And then next weekend will be a super regionals, and I'm supposed to be in Nashville. So, <laughs> damn it. I guess we just got to go to Omaha. Yeah. Wait, you got to plan a trip though, if you want. That's the that's the thing. If what you have to just plan a trip so you can't go because that seems to be the kind of working way here. Yeah, I mean, what like I I was I want to go to Hoover today, but I was like I haven't went all week. They're playing well, so I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to be the cause of it. It's also a terrible drive to Birmingham. So yeah, it is terrible drive. But and I'll, also I kind of didn't want to <laughs> be like you and drive to. The, oh, wor- that was worth it. But he drove to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, that, that was worth it. You kidding me? I'd do it again for Rick Barnes. Do it yeah. again. Noon games. This is what I, I – you know what? I have a different take on noon games. At least it's on Saturday. I'll say that. I know a lot of people are like – a lot of people just don't like noon games. And um, I wake up early now anyways. Like that's just 
I can't sleep in too late. I wake up early. So get me up early. Get me a, get me a, a Coors Light, Coors Banquet in my hand. Um, Chick-fil-A Nuggets tray, or uh, I guess technically Chick-fil-A Minis tray. Start that game at noon. Let me be done by four. Now I'm watching college football the rest of the night. Shut I'm up. a happy man. Shut up. I'm, I'm a happy man. Noon games are butt. Especially when it's like so hot outside, it's terrible. You know what's worse when it's hot outside, though? 4 p.m. games. Yeah, but like at the, toward the end, you get to cool off a little bit. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't know what Neyland Stadium you've been in. That thing just holds heat. <laughs> well, at noon, like even the walk back, it's miserable. Yeah, it's a little hot. Because then it's I've, like it's it's like actually four o'clock. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't. That's what I'm saying, though. You're dealing with heat regardless. No, I, I just wanna, think I I, here's a problem. For a longer period of time, and it's hard to like me and you. We get there at last crack of dawn. Yes. Yeah. But Love a lot it. of people don't, so it's just, it's just me and you for a while. Let's follow me. I, I mean, I, I like hate it better I that way, anyways. I see you enough. I can't stand you. That's fine, but I, I like it better that way. I don't. I don't need a. I don't need these people to come. I mean, we've tried to get people to come early and tell. First off, that's a good thing about tailgating early too. You uh, guys, I'm not. I'm not a scientist or a doctor or anything, but um, if you drink it, if you're drinking beers at 8 a.m., you're you're getting more drunk than if you were drinking beers at noon. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not trying to understand it. I'm just telling you what happens. You, you find out who the true fans fans are that that come at 8 a.m. Yeah. Oh, I, I love when we get a line out for eight for noon games at the parking lot before it opens. What kind of line are you talking about? Yeah, that one too. Both. <laughs> but yeah, listen, I don't want to bunch. So the only thing I'm mad about two. We have two of them, like already announced. Yeah, that's you're guaranteed one SEC noon game always. So do is that what so we three. got for moving our game up to Thursday night? You get to play Thursday night and then two games at noon. I'm I like, so. what short straw did we draw? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, we, how many people are playing at noon, Landon? It's, it's, it's for exposure. It's for exposure. All eyes are going to be on us. All the high school athletes are going to be watching us. Well, one of the games is on. It's not even on television. All Oz. Well, how many games are being streamed at noon, Landon? Even better. <laughs> Even better. I mean, how, is, how is that pit game at noon? Like that's that's a yeah. You're playing like a power a, five match. Power five that doesn't happen. Right. It should like at minimum be like a four p.m. game on SEC Network. And we and we can't get a. I would no. be curious to go look at the rest of the SEC schedule that week. Maybe there's some more enticing matchups. But if there's not, that's stupid. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we can't get a Johnny Majors tribute like at night. Right. We gotta do it at noon. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. I didn't even think about that. It's even dumber. He would want us to be drinking early, so maybe that's why. Yeah, and then you know, keep drinking throughout the whole entire day. Yeah, no, that's exactly what he would want. So that's what <laughs> we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I just do. don't get like Tennessee Tech at on ESPN Plus, dude. Put it on freaking it, I can't believe it's on ESPN Plus. I, I thought all games were on SEC Network, if not ESPN. Nope. SEC Network Plus and ESPN Plus. That's so stupid. Whatever. Whatever. I guess you just gotta win football games. <laughs> that definitely helps. I mean, it's hard to bitch and moan when you just suck. So um, we do have a question here. Eric Gilbert, real possibility or wishful thinking? I didn't even know that was still a thing. 
Yeah, I, mean, I knew it was a um, thing, but I mean, until he's actually on campus, I think it's wishful thinking. Because um, I mean, what, what pool do we have? Oh, we got a new coaching staff that can score points. Oh, we got his quarterback from high school. I mean, does that like ever really happen? I mean, it didn't happen out of high school, so why is it going to happen now? I, I just don't. Correct. I think the easy way, the it, I, I think where he, uh, he probably stays at LSU. I mean, I mean, that's probably a real possibility. Why? Why start all the way over? You know, you had a good year last year at LSU. Why start? All, I, unless he's kicked off the team. <laughs> um, I, I know the the grades and off the field stuff has kind of been an issue for him, but um, if he comes, great. I welcome him. Welcome him with open arms. But you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not banking on out. Yeah, I'm not holding out for him. Gotcha. Any other questions? You get any more? That's all I got. All right. Good deal. What's uh, what's your most important of the week? Mm. All my screenshots are. Oh, we had uh, four players make the SEC All Tournament team. Oh, nice. So uh, Camden Sewell. Connor Pavoloni, Luke Lipsius, and Max Ferguson. <laughs> nice. I mean, you could probably put a lot more on there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get it somebody from you know, everybody. That's how it works. That's how those yeah. Tennessee had the most. Um, Arkansas only had two. They did have the most valuable player, which is Jalen mm-hmm. Battles, their shortstop who made. Dude, played phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And hit a home run. Um, Florida had two. Vanderbilt only had one. Suck at Vanderbilt. Oh, Florida had three. I'm sorry. Ole Miss had one. Yeah, Tennessee had four. There you go. There you go. Showed out. Love to see it. My most important. Uh, first one, James Madison. Softball. They had to beat Tennessee and Missouri to make it to um, – where do they play their World College World Series at? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, first time in school history, James Madison did it, and they had to beat Tennessee and uh, Missouri on their home turf to do it. And they made it. So they're oh, they're going to the cultural series. Yep. Oh, yep. nice. Mm-hmm. Good for them. What are they called? They are the. Is there a nickname? That's a nickname that we we were talking about that last show. Legendary. I feel like though, it, for the kind of nickname it is, it's a normal nickname. Oh, really? <laughs> like you're like wouldn't be shocked by the nickname it is. They are the – oh, they're the Dukes. Never mind. I thought they were something more interesting. Yeah, that's not that cool. That's no, not. I mean, it, I guess it is. You don't see that, but Dukes aren't that cool. No, it's not. It's also named after a guy whose name was Duke. Like That's stupid. I'm out. Out on James Madison. I rescind my most important week. Um, my next one. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard. Uh, Austin East. Won a state championship, soccer state championship, the first time in school history, and it was the celebrations, the videos. I cried watching one of the video of them coming home. It's freaking awesome. It was just a, it's a the, that that team's an excellent team, and like not obviously traditionally known for soccer. If you follow soccer in Knoxville, and uh, they pieced together a really really good program and won a state championship, and it's, it's freaking awesome. I was very excited for Austin East. Yeah, it's really cool for their community too. To you know, they've dealt with a lot. Um, and their community, what their community did for them, like coming home, that's what high school sports are all about. Like 
I hate that there's some high schools like I know state championships a big deal no matter like where you're at or what sport it's in like it's always a big deal but for to make it as big of a deal as they did like that it was nuts their their welcome home celebration was freaking nuts and it was awesome I loved it that's all what was the they had to beat Gallenberg Pittman didn't they they beat Gallenberg Pittman yeah, I mean they played them four times this year but once in the regular season, once in the district championship, once in the regional, and then again in the final, uh, the state championship, and they beat them. They beat them three times. Beat them for the district, regional, and then had to beat them in PKs for the second time. Um, which I mean, beating a team like Gallenberg Pittman's hard to do once, let alone twice, let alone three times. Um, so just shows you, I mean, the kind of year they were having, and yeah, it was it was pretty nuts to do what they did. Go Roadrunners. Go Roadrunners. That's a cool one. Beep, beep. That is a cool one. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Um, that's all I got for most important. Okay, I've got I've got a fail. Oh, Jason Tatum scoring 50 on the Nets. That's pretty That's pretty solid. <laughs> cool, 50 piece, 50 burger on them. Well, they're getting destroyed right now. So. Oh, yeah, I, I thought they would be shortcoming. They would get the field today. <laughs> 120 to 91 with 1040 left in the fourth. <laughs> I just said that aloud. It was hilarious reading it, but it was even funnier saying aloud. 120 to 91 in with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Jesus. Jesus. I've got to fail. Javier, well, this one's for most most important for Javier Baez, just being creative. He's I mean, just a little razzle dazzle yeah i don't i mean i don't even know how to do it he was definitely gonna get thrown out at first in the inning instead i think it was just like an errant throw that brought the first baseman off the bag and he was just gonna tag bias well bias turns around runs back towards home then the then the runner on third takes off for home they don't get him tagged out at at home javier bias then somehow still makes it to first so it was that legitimately, I watched it 85 times to try to figure out what happened. It was, it's one of the dumbest plays in all the sports I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, fell on the Pirates. They should never yeah. play baseball ever again after that. Well, what's nuts is like they could have, even after not getting the guy out at home, they could have still went and tagged and the runner wouldn't have been safe. Oh, yeah. They just had to touch first. And I forgot they threw an, like, then they threw it into the dugout. So Javier Baez got to second. Yep. I forgot about that. Because, like, you just add to the craziness of the situation. Yeah, because there was no one on first, so they tried to lead the second baseman to cover first. Yeah. And they throw it over his head, and he goes to second. And then they threw it over his head at second, and Baez thought about going to third. He yeah. looked up. He thought about it. He well, didn't. I think they had to make sure somebody was actually at third because they didn't think – I think the third baseman ends up getting the ball. Yeah, it was just a crazy – I mean, it was the Bad News Bears, like, yeah. before they were good. <laughs> yep. Um, Jay Beetle asked what time do his tickets go on sale for regionals. I just looked to check. Um, so, they go on sale after the selection show on Monday, and the Monday selection show is at 12. So, tomorrow, I don't know how long that selection show will last, but I would just – maybe if you want tickets, I think they're going to go fast. So, I would watch the selection show and be ready to buy right after. Yeah, and you know if if y'all are good to me, I'll probably have them cheaper than anybody else. So <laughs> maybe we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. 
I'll be there Sunday. So if if y'all want to come celebrate, it's going to be wild. Um, hopefully we're in the driver's seat. Hopefully we're the undefeated team and, you know, we're not having to fight to stay alive and play on Monday. Hopefully we get it over with on Sunday, rest up, get the Super Regionals, and just take it from there. I mean, um, Omaha's calling our name, baby. I just – I love. I was so. I had so much fun this weekend just watching them play. Oh yeah, I, and just dominating. And and I mean until today. Back up, back up, back up. Can we talk about how just terrible this? I know you had to do it that way. I don't know if you had to. You had to to make every no games play at the same time. But like, who wants to watch a game? Like who who can watch a whole game in the middle of a work day? I don't know, Caleb. I, I can't. can't. You can you can watch an entire game. You didn't miss a single pitch. No, I work from home. But you didn't. But you didn't miss a single pitch. Like you didn't have to look away to take a call. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that. But like, you didn't get to I sit down. On. Yeah, yeah, but you miss a lot. No, I just. What do you need? I'm still watching. I need Landon's job. It's a great job, man. Great job. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you don't miss a single pitch. No, I never like, – even if I was there, I wouldn't miss a pitch. Hey, it's it's the balls, baby. We're playing Are for you, titles, championships. I mean, I hope you're joking because, like, I even had the game on literally the entire time on my phone. I mean, you just can't watch the full game. It's not possible. I mean, it's hard to watch a full baseball game when you're there. <laughs> you got so much going on. Well, Friday was a lot easier because I didn't well, have um, – I didn't have a – like, we weren't busy on Friday. But yeah, Thursday, no. Thursday was Thursday was difficult. I'd probably miss some pitches on Thursday. But Friday, no, I was in it. I still miss some on Friday. But, yeah, Friday I pretty much watched the entire thing. But, yeah, it's not easy. Which Friday, too, they had to miss some weather. And that was smart of them. You yeah. want to play the games. Right. But that's different. That's different. Yeah, thir- Thursday is a difficult day to, <laughs> to play at Wednesday, when Wednesday and Thursday. And Tuesday. If your team was playing on Tuesday, couldn't be mine. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I get it to an extent. It's just like, I don't know. Doesn't seem ideal. <laughs> it was kind of nice to get off work, though, and and not like it'd be over with. You're like, all right, cool. We won. Like, See, I can I'd, just go enjoy the rest of my night. I'd like to run home and, you know, turn the game on the TV, eat dinner. But those, you know. are, those are the noon games I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, you're out here rooting for noon games again. <laughs> Ridiculous. Guys, that's all I've got. We appreciate y'all listening. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. Landon will be traveling, so we'll be uh, we'll be winging it. See what happens. Uh, do our best. I mean, uh, I don't know what time Tennessee. It, next Sunday will be weird too with the the regional. So so just stay tuned. Uh, follow us Twitter, Facebook, and we'll keep you updated with those times and days that that they happen. Yep. Thanks again. Go Vols. Um, fell a little short today, but hey, we're we're headed to win the big one. Um, Absolutely. That's our goals. Kivatello, hey, pack in Lindsey Nelson. As soon as you're able to get tickets, get tickets, and let's fill that sucker up. Fill the the grandstands, whatever you can, standing room only. I don't care. If you're (laughs) sneaking in, I'll help. I'll I'll distract somebody for you if I can. Um, Let's get that place rocking. uh, This team deserves this. That's all I got. We're bringing the boat in.